Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. In today's podcast, we feature audio from Brothers of the Brush with Chris Kerfoot. In this episode, Chris sits down with Ben Hatch, who's based in Braintree, Essex. They talk about wanting to spend money as opposed to needing to, reluctance to try new systems, and the paperwork side of running a business. This episode is sponsored by Bayer and Federated Insurance. Welcome to this episode of the Brothers of the Brush podcast, a podcast by decorators for decorators with me, your host, Chris Kerfoot. So, on this week's episode, we have Ben Hatch from Ben Hatch Painting, based down in Essex. How are you doing? Hello, yeah. I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, good. good. Yeah, I'm good. Are you busy? Um, I am quite busy, yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, getting ready to wrap up, ready for Christmas. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's been, considering we've obviously had COVID, yeah, it's been quite a chaotic year for me. I, th- so, I think mo- most quality decorators it has. Yeah, spending the money at home rather than holidays. Yeah, Ho- hopefully it'll continue. Yeah, so. we moved as well. We moved um, house oh, yes. or, uh, at the end oh. of um, May. Yeah. So obviously we've been trying to do stuff at home as well. Yeah, if you can go older um, it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, to do with gardens and garden furniture, you couldn't buy, could you? <laughs> no, no, P- patio heaters or any- anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a real, real strange year this year. Yeah, I think we've got another good nine months before we're out of it. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. even with this vaccine of rolling out. I've got mixed views on that. <laughs> yeah, I-, I don't know. I mean, I'm just taking every day as it comes. Yeah, I, th- I think um, it's affecting people though, isn't it? It's um, I, I speak to loads, and some some have, have had mental issues, you know, and it's in helping, and others it's it's just like ones that go to gym for an outlet because they haven't yeah. been able to. They're, they're struggling to motivate themselves. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's hard to stay focused when yeah. you're you're living in a box, basically, aren't you? Mm. Yeah, it's been or, bleak, isn't it? Yeah, I mean. I've I've been fairly fortunate in that, like I say, I've been been busy not just with work, but just kind of general life has managed to kind of continue mm. to a degree. So, but yeah, for people that are work just working from home or can't get out, yeah, it's been a real bleak year. For some people, it's gone it's gone fast though because I remember when it all started and it March. just yeah. yeah yeah I thought oh we're gonna have a, we're gonna have six months of this and now it's like nine months out line you think. It's been yeah. nine months already. Another three yeah. months has been a year, and you just think, Jesus, that's fine. I know, I know, it's crazy. But like at the start of it, they were proper playing it down, weren't they? Like when it was starting to kick off in China, they 
started giving it all that, you know, yeah. you'll be fine and yeah. it's unlikely that you'll get it. And then within like a month, two months, it's the whole country's shutting down. Yeah, scaring everybody, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, we, we've yeah. had it. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I yeah. remember you mentioning that in a previous podcast. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we all had a dose. This, tomorrow's me, what is it, third, third week I've been back tomorrow. Yeah. Still yeah. struggling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, still, still got tight chest and headaches. Mm. But did you lose your taste and yeah. your smell? Yeah. yeah. The the guy that my my workmate he he had it um a couple of weeks ago, and he lost his taste and smell and it hasn't come back yet. Is man, man and wife lasted about a week. That's not and too that, bad. That, that that was the scariest thing because you're like we sat there and thought, what if you taste you, you know you taste uh, your sense of taste never comes back. You know, freaks you out, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. we, we enjoy food, but she was like, "Well, at least I can get you to eat all veggies that you don't normally eat because you can't taste it." <laughs> so I'm a salad dodger. Greens. Yeah, well, that's it. I'm a salad dodger. But I remember having one night we had uh, it was something like a stew or something uh, with Yorkshire puddings or, or a soup or something like that. And she says, uh, "says to me, what do you reckon to it?" I says, "Nice texture." <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> I couldn't taste. And then I, th- I think it was a, a stew, like a, a beef stew with Yorkshire puddings and that. So we, we have a lot of slow cooker meals in, in winter because it's easier. Yeah, uh, we did. It's easier to time when I get in. Uh, in fact, we've had one tonight. We had a sausage casserole. Nice. Uh, but it's, and I think a few days later, I had one of mine's big soups, chicken one. And I says, I don't know if I can taste it slightly or if it's just like memory. What it tastes like, you know, it, it was just weird because you're like, can't smell out, can't taste no. out, which in some case isn't a bad thing when you're in the bathroom. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's still, it's still odd, and you think, why if it, why if it never comes back? That, that, and I had this tight chest like asthma. Yeah, that, that, that was scary. Horrible. That was scary for me because I just thought, this is it. As you're getting older, you think this is the shit that's going to scare you as you get older. I mean, yeah. God forbid, me mum and dad should get it, and they're in the seventies because that'd scare life out of me. Yeah, you know, and you yeah. think this is it. I'm going, you know, as grim as it is. But we'll yeah. <laughs> we'll get off the grim stuff. Who, who's yeah. in the Who's in the hatch household? So it's just me and my lovely wife. Yeah, just the two of us. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. no rugrats yet. No rugrats yet. Yeah. No, I'm sure yeah. they they will come eventually, but we haven't yeah. got any plans for. Oh, it's all got fun when it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. plan it, just go for it. <laughs> no. My wife works with children. She's a nursery nurse. So yeah. um sick of seeing sick to death kids <laughs> when she comes home. <laughs> I think it's different when it's your own, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah. 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 They'll yeah. they'll come in time. They'll come in yeah. time. It's it's it, it is a life change. It's it's fun. It's hard work, but it's fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? My my little lad's quite funny at the moment. <laughs> so it's proper we've been playing cards this afternoon, he's a proper sore loser. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Seven-year-old and proper sore loser. Yeah. Excellent. And then when he's winning, it's Wales worst. He does, <laughs> he does showboat dance a lot like this. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Brilliant. How, how did you start in decorating? Um, well, my story's fairly similar to everyone else's, really. Um, I was desperate to get out of school. Um, I'm dyslexic, so school was really hard for me. Yeah. I just wanted to leave school and go to work. Um, and I left school right around the recession, 2008. 
seven, eight, yeah. yeah. And um, finding a job was hard. I had no idea what I wanted to do, nothing. Um, and I ended up working in the leisure industry as a lifeguard. Yeah. And I kind of got stuck there. Didn't really progress with the job or anything like that. And um, I ended up leaving there. And then I was in and out of a couple of other jobs. And it got to the point where I was like, I need to make a decision and pick a path, find a direction. Um, and around this time, my uncle was a decorator and he was looking to retire. And he'd mentioned, not directly to me, but he'd mentioned to my grandparents about that he wanted to retire. And did they think that I would be interested in going along and working with him and then sort of like taking over when he retired. Yeah. Um, and I went on holiday and the job that I was doing at the time, I absolutely hated it. It was like a sales job and I uh, went away on holiday and I thought, no, nah, this is it. I've got, to, I've got to give this up and I've got to find something that I want to do. And I ended up qualifying as a personal trainer. Yeah. Which um, all went well. I studied really hard. I was really pleased with myself. Um, but business wise, it just didn't work out. It all went downhill really quickly. Um, and just as I'd qualified, my uncle, he actually said to me, you know, I'm going to retire in, you know, the next couple of years, whatever. I want someone to kind of take over because he'd had, he had a really good customer base and he, he did it more for them. He wanted someone that he knew that they would look after his customers. And um, because I had just qualified as a PT, I I sort of said to him, well, if you'd you'd said this to me three months ago, six months ago, I would have said I'll be there Monday. But I said, like, I've spent all this money. I've invested all this time. I've got to at least see this through. And um, it it didn't last long. Basically, what it was was the the gym that I worked at on a self-employed basis. It was just massive competition. There were so many other PTs there, um, you know, ones that are much more experienced. And, yeah, it, it just went downhill very quickly to the yeah. point where I kind of ran out of money. So I pretty much phoned, phoned up Uncle Roger and said, he hasn't worked out. I want to take you up on your offer and uh he said okay great when you know when do you sort of want to start so i said well i'll be there monday (laughs) and i pretty much packed the pt up straight away i had a few a couple of weeks where i had to work off um a few sessions that uh, that clients had already paid for and um yeah sort of went from there and then started working with him and um it, it went from there really we were together we worked together for it was just under two years um and then he he planned to retire quite gradually but he it didn't work like that he he sort of he had a few months here and there where he kind of slowed down and then it it just stopped and um yeah and i and i just sort of took over quite abruptly um which i think for me was was quite good um and that sort of taking over from, from him was kind of a really proud moment for me and when he, the vet he get like he gave me his van and everything sort of all his gear 
So it was it was a really good start. I will say it's a pretty um, good start. I was very, very fortunate, very, yeah. very fortunate, very lucky. Um yeah, I mean the van that he gave me it didn't it didn't last all that long. I did have to buy a new one, but again that that was another proud moment and it sort of spurred me on to because it was the first, the time that I was with him it, it was although I was with him on a self-employed basis is it was it was still kind of like working for someone. Yeah. And then when you take that step out fully on your own, you're you you've got to be responsible for your whole self. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean that that was a, a big, big proud moment for me. And sort of then buying, like getting my own van, getting rid of his one and buying my own van. You know, that was yeah, it was it was good. And yeah, so I've just sort of carried on from there, really. Yeah. So what what would you say has been your lowest point? Have, have you been? Do you think you've been going long enough to have a low point? Probably not. I mean, I've been decorating. I think. I think next year will be my eighth year. Yeah. So no, I probably haven't had a lowest point. Um, yeah. The lowest moment I've probably had would have been dropping solvent um, exterior gloss over someone's astroturf. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I've done it. On, a, I've done it on pavers and flipped them. Yeah. <laughs> that was a proper rookie error. What I was doing, I had a dust sheet, but I was moving it. I was working on a ladder, and I was moving it as I was moving the ladder. Yeah. And I got to the next section, moved the ladder, forgot to move the dust sheet. And pulled the and, sheet and the paint over. Yeah, I don't know. No, no, I, dro- I dropped it, dropped the kettle from up the ladder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I did it. It just slipped out yeah. of my hand. And uh, it was quite funny because um, me and my uncle, we had this thing. If ever I did something that wasn't quite right, I always used to go, whoops. And... Uh, whenever I did that, he always knew that he was so good. Like if ever I made a mistake, he never made a big deal of it. And uh, yeah, I was on this ladder and I sort of peered my head around the corner to where he was. And I went, whoops. And he sort of looked at me and smiled and I went, no, big ups. (laughs) (laughs) So we we spent the next sort of like two, three hours trying to uh, scrub this. um, I think it was Weathershield, Dulux Weathershield gloss. Yeah. Yeah, Did you get off? The next few hours. We managed to get it out, yeah. Oh, you did well, then. Yeah, we pretty much um, obviously got straight on it with the white spirit. And then when that ran out, I just kept piling it with water. And he went out and got like a mountain of uh, white spirit. And you know that clean spirit, the um, water-based? Yeah, the uh, hybrid uh, stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and we just put loads of that on it and just kept scrubbing it. And yeah, eventually it it, it either came out or it got like right into the the grain of the Astro. Yeah, <laughs> be stinking yeah. of bloody spirits for bloody weeks, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had like um, it was like decking with astro on, and then like a t- hot tub built in. Yeah. So um, yeah, I don't know. I- I've worked for the guy since, like since going on my own. Did they, um, did they see you do it? They didn't see us do it. Like the guy, he was out of work, but the lady, the lady, she was normally there during the day, but she'd gone out. Um. And when she came home, like Roger said to her, like, oh, I had a little bit of an accident. And she was just like, yeah, it's fine. I mean, she didn't yeah. come out and look. Whether whether she'd seen it, if, she, if she'd seen it, whether or not her attitude would have been different, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're better off fessing up, I think. As, as long as you put it right, we all make mistakes, just fess up, yeah. innit? Yeah, that's it. it. Right. Yeah. So, what's, so what's been your best point? Do you reckon that's buying, you know, buying your own, splashing out and buying your own van, or have you had better than that? Probably that, and... 
like I say, I mean, it sounds a bit cheesy, but sort of just having the success of going out on your own, having good customers and continuous work. Because I think I left school and, you know, I, I struggled to get going sort of in a career and finding something that, you know, it was it was a very proud moment for me. So, yeah, I mean, as it stands at the moment, I would say going out on my own, getting my own vehicle, looking after myself. Yeah, that was yeah. that was definitely... So is, is it just you or is there more than one of you, more than you now then? That... So there's me and I've got a workmate, um, which, like, he's his own man. I'm my own man, but we work together predominantly. Yeah. Like, he brings the occasional job in, but predominantly it's, the business comes from my customers. Um, his story is sort of, uh, he, he used to be a cab driver in London. Yeah. And um, he did it for a long time. And he, he left that, did a, he's level one. Um, and I had actually done some work for him and his wife previously. Yeah. And then I, I bumped into him and he said, oh, I'm, you know, I'm training, I'm doing my level one. So I, and because I'd worked with my uncle and then gone on my own, I kind of always sort of thought it would be nice to work alongside someone else. Yeah. And um, yeah, when I bumped into him, he said about his course and I said, well, you know, if, even if you just want to come and do a few jobs just to gain a bit of experience and whatnot. And um, yeah, so we got together after he passed his level one and we were on and off for a little while. And then I sort of said to him, you know, there's this amount of months of work booked in. There's plenty of work here if you want to join me full time and yeah. that's pretty much what we've done for the last uh, I think it'll be four years in February yeah so yeah man. yeah we're, we're yeah. pretty we're both on the same page he's got the same mentality as me that that's your hardest battle in a partnership or working together yeah. finding somebody I find that's on the same yeah. level if you've got somebody that don't want to put the level in or you're giving 100% and they're giving 80 yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've done well there to find somebody that's on the same level that's local. Yeah. Yeah. Again, very very fortunate. And um but it's 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 fortune on, on both parties. I mean, I think he was lucky to sort of have found me as well. I know that probably sounds a little bit big headed, but no, no, really. um, no, you've you've given four four years work. <laughs> yeah. <lucky. laughs> yeah. I mean again, like that that's another another proud moment. I mean, when when you look at the money that Obviously, he's earned his money, but the money that we've earned between the two of us, I mean, he's got two young ch- wife, two young children. He, he's supporting, yeah. you know, he's paying his mortgage and supporting a family, which obviously isn't completely because of me. But, yeah. you know, I play a role in that as well. Yeah, so, got a big part in it. Yeah. So what's, what's the biggest thing you struggle with, do you think, business-wise, that you could improve on? Paperwork. Yeah. I could probably take a few lessons from you. <laughs> I need to get better with systems, paperwork, um, all that sort of stuff. I've said it many a time, I think they ought to teach it at college. It's it's, it's part of the syllable they ought to do. They show you how to do the job, but they don't show you how to run the job. Yeah. You know, they need to show it. Because I worked with, I learned the trade from my uncle, I I didn't go to college, I've got no no decorating. Well, well, even your uncle, even even if you went to college, I've been to college, I wouldn't say it's made me any better because we, you yeah. know, all, all they did is 
you're doing a booth six before paint that wall can't yeah. have, can only have so many runs in it yeah well oh, this is the thing like when i talk to me workmate john tells me the stuff he did and you and you like they they were getting them to like um strip skirting board with a heat gun yeah and i said to him like well like, we've never done that i said when, when like if there's car like what if there's carpet there and six, six foot skirting know. board and that's your lot you, you know how to do it then you've ticked a box yeah. it's box ticking you, you you'd pull it off and replace it surely well i had <laughs> an apprentice about left me about four or five years ago because uh, he, he worked out better off claiming uh but it was doing his mvq and one that he used to have this folder he had to tick in and assessor come out i remember it last time assessor come out like are, are you staying you sorted everything you're staying you're like yeah yeah i'm staying this one monday monday night i says to assessor oh, we've got this too he says all we need is a photograph of him up a ladder up, up a pair of steps cutting in with safety boots on and an ivy's jacket on <laughs> and he says and that'll that'll qualify for that you can email it in and then the other one it was loading equipment safely somewhere and it's i says i can't remember assessor's name i says so what does what what does that mean he says just need a picture of him putting steps in the back of a van and it's just crazy, crazy mental box ticking but yeah he, he went to college on tuesday tuesday night i got a text can't do this anymore and yeah. I found out he'd worked out he was better off because he had two kids who were claiming benefits, he was better off. Oh. Uh, but it's, like I said, I've been to college, it doesn't make me any better. Yeah. You know, all, all it is is I've, I've got qualifications on a bit of paper. I mm. can't remember, I mean, obviously I work for myself, but I can't remember last time I looked at folder. Can't yeah. remember any time anybody asked me for my qualifications. All they, all mm. they want to know is, can you do a job where you insured? Yeah. You it. know, but yeah. even at college, you, you know, you do six foot of skirting. It in, yeah. it's in, it's in a substitute for on-site experience. You know, you could learn that on-site working with your uncle. Yeah. But I just think they ought to teach money handling in school to kids, and then whatever trade you go in, part of the syllabus for yeah. whatever job, if you're studying, you know, further education, ought to be how to run the business. Hundred percent. Yeah. That, that's where I think that's where most you know crash and burn because yeah. you set us some. But are you doing well? Yeah, I earned 60 grand this year. Well, what's your profit? Well, I earned 60 grand. Well, no, when you take all the bills, yeah. what's your profit? There's a yeah. difference. You know I mean? yeah, yeah, there's a turnover and there's a profit. You know, what's the difference? And a lot don't yeah. know. No, no, so, that's right. So if, if you, you would improve on your paperwork then? Yeah. yeah. Again, I'm quite sort of fortunate in that with the customers that I've got, like when we were talking pre-record, you know, you're yeah. saying about those customers that pretty much just ring you up and say, you know, don't worry about price, just want you to come do this, blah, blah, yeah. blah. I, I'm kind of the same. I've, I've got a few that are like that. They'll just ring me and say, you know, we, we want this done. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll go and do the job. I'll tell them what it's going to cost. They'll pay me. So there isn't always a need for yeah. a huge paper trail. Um, but yeah, I mean, those that do require it, I definitely need to get better with, yeah. you know, all that sort of stuff. I, I think you're, you're un- them- your uncle sounds like the blokes I'd probably work with, or sort of in between, because obviously I'm, and as I guess I'm about 15 year older than you. So I'd, I'd probably be up there with the older generation when I started yeah. out. There was no need for paperwork. It was a word. You know, you'd, yeah. you'd give a price and that was it. It was done on yeah. that. Whereas now, yeah. 
you can either get a tradesman that'll do you over for a tenner or you get a customer that'll do you over for a tenner. So everybody's covering their ass. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, when when did you realise you'd made it? I suppose that's a bit of a... I mean, it's subjective, but I suppose it's a bit early for you yet because obviously, no disrespect, you haven't been doing it that long. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Um, again, I suppose it just goes back to going off on my own, getting my own vehicle. Um, and I guess probably sort of like the after the first year into the second year, um, yeah, sort of then I guess I started to think to myself, you know, you're doing all right at this. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah. I, I suppose, I suppose, that, I suppose really. you, you, your goal for where you've made it changes every year. It you does, know, yeah. Every step up the ladder, you think, I've got myself a new van or I've got myself a newer van. That's nice and tidy. I've made it. And then yeah. you earn 10 grand this year. Next year, you want to hit 20. The year after, yeah. you want to hit 30. And it all depends where you want to take your business as well. I mean, I've got various ideas and whatnot. But, you know, like we were saying earlier, this year has been a bit chaotic. And yeah. it's, it's sort of, you kind of, you just kind of have to go with the flow and take every day as it comes. I, um, I think because I think this year has been so so much of a mixed bag if you can sort of get an idea where the trade's going in your area because i yeah. think it'll vary area to area this year you should have plenty of time to sit at home and target where you want to go and have a business plan or you know what i mean you think right this is what my customers are this is what i want to aim at yeah you know, and, and stick to it yeah. you know and i think you can you can see results like she'll look on social media now on instagram the amount of people that are getting creative with videos. It used to be odd one or two. You know, there's a lot more like yourself that have started talking to camera and, to, you know, to people watching. There's yeah. a lot more being creative with videos. You can see people yeah. have had time to work stuff out, work technology out and how to use it and maximise it. Definitely, yeah. So, yeah. so where, where do you see Ben Atchin in the future, five, ten years time down road? That's a real tough question. I'll still be decorating definitely because I'm not packing that up anytime soon. Yeah. Um, maybe the spray side of things will hopefully improve. I mean, spraying for me, I've dabbled in and out of spray for probably the last sort of three years, but I've sort of started to get more into it the last 12 months or so. Yeah. Um, and I've got the Q5 turbine. Oh, yeah. And I prefer sort of like more of the cabinet stuff rather than like your doors and frames and yeah. ceilings and walls. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, as much uh, as the kitchens pay well, I prefer doors, frames, ceilings. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's only because I haven't, I've got an airless unit, but it's that, you know, the real cheap um, Wagner one that it's like the, the bottom of they're real basic one it's pretty much a diy machine is it is the one that looks um, like a paint scuttle with a hose coming off it pretty much yeah so it's got a hopper on the top yeah um yeah i've got that i've had that i've had that about that that'd be like four years in march yeah um which i just use for mist coating re- really yeah um, but we, we all start somewhere yeah you know well, you dip your toe in and see if it's for you and then yeah it becomes a bottomless yeah. pit if it is <laughs> yeah. yeah just yeah, open so your I wallet just, i haven't quite ventured into the the airless 
um, sort of spray game as of yet, but I've got my eyes on the um, GXFF, yeah. and I'm pretty much just waiting for a job to come up that sort of requires it. Skip it. And then I'll, I'll probably <laughs> buy it. Yeah. Skip, skip it. it. Yeah, don't. Do you know, I won't bother. I'm, I'm saying that from somebody who's got one. I right, wouldn't okay. bother. If, if, get it. If, I mean, I bought mine and it's good. I use it. I, I always call it, I always joke, call it my domestic goddess because you can carry it in, plug it in, use it. It's got its uses. But if you're, if you're younger in the game like you are and you're looking yeah. to do more spraying, you might yeah. as well just go bigger, go home, get a 390 upwards, stick a hopper on it, spend, you're going to be what, an extra, I've got a GX, I've got the 21FF. So it's right. the 21 with the hopper on. That's about 900 quid. The gun you get with it is utter shit. It's like a toy town. <laughs> Probably worst Greco gun ever. So right. I bought one of the pro contractor little ones. That were another 225. I over, spent over a grand for another 500. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've already got a 495, but if I was starting out again, for another 500, I could have bought a 390, banged an opera on it, same thing. And then if you ever go on to yeah. do new builds, you can use it for miscoating. Yeah. Whereas your GX would do the odd room, but you'd kill it. Yeah. I you think know, it's, it's, it's like playing a moped outside a, a Suzuki Bandit, as somebody once said on a chat group. I'm on exactly, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it's important to know when to spend money and when to spend a bit of money. Yeah, because like I, I I've got the the vacuum I use is the Festool uh, MIDI. Yeah, and then I've got the Merca Deros. Is it the Deros? Yeah. Deros the, is round one. Deos is yeah. square one. um and i mean we we only i I had sanders before that but we only brought the merca at the decorating show last year yeah um and i had i think i had the festival about six months prior to that um and before that i i just brought like cheap vacuums cheap sanders um and then when when you spend a bit of money and you get a decent bit of kit when you see it and you use it and it's and you think to yourself that's why it costs that much yeah and it's it's so worth it it yeah. really is I, I think we've all been there i started out on oh, my first dust free was the seros before the deros you had that stupid yes. transformer <laughs> my, my mate still got it and it actually spoke to him the other day he works for he works for a company now spraying doors but i, I says i showed him that metabo thing i showed you prior yeah, uh, and he says, I said, your Seros is still going strong. He's had it yeah. four years. I'd had it a good easy four years prior to him. The only thing that's gone on it is a little locking tab that goes into Transformer because he says, I'm right. asking, I can take Transformer and hardwire it, you know, to get yeah. that. Yeah. Mideros that I had after that, that died about three times. Yeah, you know? mine died a couple of weeks ago. I think I sent it, sent it back on the warranty. And they've sent it back with a new power cord. Yeah. And I think, I don't actually think the sander went wrong. I think there was something wrong with the There's, There was a power common cord. fault. There was, if I remember right, there was a common fault on power cord. Uh, yeah. I bought a spare. Right. I used yeah. to keep, I used I, to keep I a thinking, spare in the box. Yeah, I was thinking of doing the same. Because yeah. I went to a show, I think it was Tool Fair at Arrogate, about four or five years ago. And they were saying then that there was on the third generation of cable that modified them trying to get them right. Because it's, that's the common... But saying that, the Festool plug-it ones go. I've, this yeah. year I bought 
six cables. I've got five sanders. Really? And me, me and young lad were working, and between five sanders, we had two cables that worked. So we kept right. them over, <laughs> and I just yeah. thought, this is getting stupid. So I bought yeah. another four off eBay for about 84 quid. So all the sanders have got one on now, and then we have two spare ones still in packaging. Yeah. In yeah. Carriage just in case, but they have a weak spot on them. You know, yeah. they're, they're like a pedigree dog. They all have the weak spots. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know what happened to mine. I was using it, and uh, it cut out, and the trip switch went in the house I was working in. Yeah. And um, I thought, oh, that's that's weird. So um, I went and turned it back on, and the sander fired up again. It it carried on working. It was fine, uh, but it only lasted about two minutes. You get red light um, death on it. I didn't get the red light. No, I didn't have yeah. anything. Um, trip switch went again. But this time there was like a popping sound yeah. that came from the machine. And you know, like the smell of Scalectrics, that sort of, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I got that coming out the lead. I think I think it was Scott Bardi sent me a message the other week. Is, is Deros had done it and he took the back off and I think there's three wires that go in. Right. Uh, on, on the circuit board and two of them were near enough touching it, rocking. Uh, I think he separated and put a bit of insulating tape around it. It cured yeah. it and kept going out. So it could yeah. be that in your handle. It could be. And I know be. that, and they get clogged with dust and fluffing in handle. Yeah. They have to yeah. strip them and clean them out. Mm. Yeah. So that's worth a look. So you, so you see yourself heading more down the spraying route then? If if I'm being totally, totally honest, I'd love to work in a workshop and just yeah. spray. Um, but that's, a, you know, you've said it before, it's just a completely different thing, and it? Like, yeah. it's, you know... I'd, I, I want to get someone on that works, Matt Marriott. Uh, I've had Christian on. I'm yeah, aiming. Yeah. If, if, I, if I hadn't done one before this, to get him back on, uh, Martin Pygott. Because he, he's, yes. he's doing the transition now. And in the nicest way, he's probably the most pickiest sod I know, decorating-wise. Right. And if I want to hear his story, how he's gone from decorating to finish spraying or booth spraying, got yeah. yeah. a lot one to do now. Because yeah. I think, it's shitloads harder than people think. Oh, a lot definitely. more headaches than definitely. Defeated. And I'd love to get him on because I, I, I'll be honest. I don't want. I've got a workshop. I don't want to be in it all the time. I haven't got the patience. Nah. You know, nah. and I think a lot of people, if they knew what goes into it, they'd give it up. You know, yeah. the workshop. You know, and there's just state of traditional decorating and doing a bit of spraying, which is yeah. where I want to be. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I want to be somewhere in the middle. You know, with yeah. few kitchens. Furnit bits of furniture here well, and about there. About one kitchen a month, I'm happy at. I, mm. I don't want to be doing them week in, week out. Here, doing yeah. my trade. I haven't yeah. done a kitchen yet. Done quite a yeah. bit of furniture. I haven't done a kitchen so, yet. I'll, I'll be honest. I've just done one this week. I'm on my fourth kitchen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because it's again, it's marketing. My yeah. brother-in-law I've said it on a podcast. He can replace the door cheaper than I can spray it. Yes, heard you say I'd, that before. But I did one kitchen beginning of the year. Uh marketed it in a certain way as again yeah. we have to be marketers and like i was saying like i was saying pre-record we have to you have to market yourself now and you have to be different that's it stuff different i'm now on my fourth one this year and in my head i mean i'm not a big-headed person in my head i think i've nailed it because i'm into my systems yeah and everyone you learn and i think it's took me to get to this fourth one i've just finished on friday to fully nail it and yeah. get it down and shave it down I think my first one was two weeks and I shaved it down to eight. So that'd be like 14, 15 days. I've shaved it down to eight days. But 
for roughly well, they're, they're both friends. This customer saw the last customers wanted it same colour the lot, and then right. got the identical <laughs> kitchen. And I've got the first one down from 14, 15 days down to eight. That's good. We're just doing it a certain way, and I think, yeah. I mean, I, I worked it out. I, I documented it. I, I put a story on the other night. Over three hundred pictures I took, and I made a note of everything. When I'd sit in, because I stopped looking at social media on my breaks, I'd sit in bed, make a is make a note. How many rolls of general purpose tape? How many rolls of delicate brown paper? I just wanted to break it down and see how much I made. And I thought I written a fairly decent amount. I was nearly 150 quid a day more than that. And I'm like, no way. And I thought, <laughs> I still do not want to do them week in, week out. I doubled my daily rate easy. Yeah. As, as I would decorate, but I still don't want to do it because of the headaches. And I just think, do you know what? One a month will do me. Yeah. You know, as a boost. Yeah, definitely. You know, bo- boost it up and something different. Because I just think week in, week out, it'd bore me. Yeah, I mean, it'd get, it would get very repetitive, wouldn't it? At least yeah. with your traditional no, no, decoration. Another kitchen, another colour, innit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you're so picky with stuff, and I just think, oh, do you know what? It, it'd just be a constant headache for me. Yeah, definitely. So if, so if you were going back Christmas Carol style, 2007, 2008, to the young Ben Hatch, what would you tell yourself? Stick to PT? Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> hang, hang on in there and you'll find your path eventually yeah just keep, <laughs> keep going at it well it's true yeah yeah keep going yeah. at it yeah 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 probably something along those lines yeah so, are you i know i know we've taught i don't know if it'll pre-record you're you're an android phone are you are you a techie person at all i think probably 10 years ago i would have been when i was a sort of like yeah i probably would have been a bit more techie than i am now but yeah technology has evolved so much it's i've kind of it's left me behind a little bit um so yeah i mean i like my tech but i'm not massive on it um yeah i don't really particularly use it for business like i've got my phone got a tablet but we pretty much use that for zoom yeah. <laughs> uh, and watching the telly yeah so yeah I mean, I'm, I'm into my tech and i'm getting left behind it's yeah, just it's evolving crazy, that quick yeah, yeah. my dad used to love his when i got my dad onto internet banking about eight years ago i thought it would be his knees now <laughs> the fact that you can talk to your sky remote scares the shit out of him <laughs> you know, to find for when he's been to ours and we've talked to Skyrimoke to find a program or set it to yeah. you, it, you can see it just scares shit out of I think that's going to be me. As much as I love my tech, that's going to be me. I'll yeah. be paranoid to watching this. What, what we, I nodded off last night, but when I woke up, Mrs. had enemy at state on. <laughs> that film where they were watching. This, this film's, I remember it 20 years ago or more. And right. if that's what they were showing you in the hours, I'm a big believer, I'm not a conspiracist. I think if they're showing you that in a film, yeah, brought out 20 years ago, what they're capable of, I'm always in the believer of whatever they're showing you now, they're 20 years ahead behind the Definitely. scenes. Definitely, yeah, you know, 100%. It, it all goes around to being tracked with COVID jab, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Putting a chip in you. <laughs> so they, know, yeah. they already do because you've got a, they, they know on your phone, you've got a GPS on it. How do you yeah. know you've turned your GPS off on your phone? Yeah. Yeah, you know, they right. know you've been to Tesco. They know what you've bought because you've used your club card. Yeah. 
you know, it. they know where you've been, what you've bought, what you're doing. They know How everything. anyone can ever get away with murder. Yeah. Is... <laughs> well, that's it. They'll be having a recording in your head, won't they? They don't even yeah. know what they're doing. <laughs> Bloody webcam built into your eye or something that you don't know. Them. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. It's a... Are you a book lover at all? Um, reading's not really my cup of tea just because yeah. it takes me forever. And I've got this thing where I can't concentrate. My mind's doing other things while I'm... Because yeah. I'm slow at reading. I might be reading a book and I'll be reading through. And then where it's taking me so long to read, my mind just buggers off somewhere else. I, um, I find but, I'm like it with a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I can pick up books. I can take them... Well, it's not take a leave. I can have a, a, a spate of time where... I can read a couple of books and then another time I can pick it up, read to end at page, totally forgot what I've read. Yeah. And if, that, if I've got I'm like if I've got a podcast on when I'm driving or sanding at work, I find I put it on and I lose total concentration of what it's saying because yeah. your mind will start drifting. Yeah. You know I'm all right listening. I can listen to audio books and things like yeah. that. And uh, I do tend to I haven't I did have Audible before had that for quite some time and I listened to quite a lot but um I haven't listened to anything for I don't know a year or two I've, um, I've got yeah, three I credits have... I'm struggling <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about starting it up again yeah um because I can easily the thing is like because I work with John like we've always got the radio on or we're chatting you feel a bit ignorant if sticky earphones in and yeah. yeah I mean it's different when you're prepping because you've got all the sanders and the vacuums yeah. running and everything so you can't it's it's all noise anyway um but yeah i feel a bit rude putting me earphones yeah. in so that, that's yeah. bonus of me working back on my own that yeah. tomorrow i'll probably set a playlist off with a, a bit of music a couple of podcasts and an audio book yeah you know and just flip between them yeah and that's good as well because it gives you a bit of variety yeah well if, if i'm if i'm sanded Sand in the screen, it's just music because you can't, I can't hear, you know, I'm, I ain't got the best of hearing. Uh, but I struggle with books to concentrate, you know, when you're sanding. You, you might you hear something in the book, think that's a good idea. And you think, I could implement that in my business. Then your mind just wanders off. And you, next thing you're hitting only 30 seconds back button about five, six times because you've <laughs> missed done that. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're Been all guilty of doing that. Definitely. Yeah. So what's the best advice you could give for selling yourself that sets you apart? Um, professionalism has got to be right up there, which that's a whole bundle of things from, you know, being clean. Like it's been said so many before, you know, ter- turning up to do a quote, not smartly dressed, but cleanly dressed, clean yeah. overalls, whatever it might be, you know, being polite, taking your shoes off when you walk in, loads of little silly things like that. Um, yeah, I mean, pro- professionalism as a whole, but, but yeah, you know, pro- yeah. professionalism is a whole bundle of different yeah. things, isn't it? Yeah, and entails um, a lot. You could break it down so yeah. many parts, couldn't you? I think it's yeah. the old package that does it. Definitely, definitely, yeah. yeah. And, and like going into obviously the quality of, of the work and, and like the quality of your your customer service as well. I think your customer service is is very important. Yeah. Um, because you could do a really good job job for someone, but they could still think you're an idiot. You know, shit, shit like, answering your phone. If they've got yeah. a query, and you take a day yeah. to get back to them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, it's that as well. 
Yeah. So what's yeah. Um, what's your favourite product or paint paraphernalia that you're currently using? Oh, this is always a tough, touchy subject for me because I am a little bit of a solvent dinosaur. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not only because I haven't fully made that transition over to water-based, and I do use it. I do use a lot of water-based, um, and I've tried a lot of different ones, um, but I just haven't quite found something that quite works the way I want it to. So I always yeah. find myself going back to traditional solvent. Um, but I, I'm yet to try Benjamin Moore and I know, you know, I know you use it a lot and I hear yeah. a lot of good things about it. So I do need to get onto that. But I mean, a lot of the other water-based, uh, woodwork, wooden metal paints, I've, I've used quite a lot of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's just user error. I don't know if I'm perhaps not doing something quite right, but. It's always one of them where you sort of think, I'll get that product and I'll try it on this job. And then you get to the job and you sort of think, oh, I've got to get this done. Yeah, and so then I'll fall back to all faithful. Yeah. yeah, you end up going back to something that you know is going to do what you want first it's, time round. You, you, could, you could apply that to so many things spraying. So many yeah. people buy a spray, I use it on next job. And then you, you roll in, customers on your back, you've got a bit of pressure and you think, I don't want yeah. it to go wrong, so I'm just going to roll it this job and I'll yeah. use it on next job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you kind of look at it and you say, okay, right, I can cut in and roll this wall two coats in this amount of time. If I'm go- I've got this new sprayer here, okay, right, I've got to get it out. I've got to have a quick look through the instruction manual. I've got to set it up. I've got to do this, got to do that. By the time you've done all that, you're like halfway through the traditional way of, of doing it. So yeah. it's picking the right job to have the time to play. Yeah. I, I, I think sometimes you've just got to go with it and give it a go because otherwise you'll never do it. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've all been guilty of it. We all do it, you know, and yeah. you've got to think, yeah. is it worth it? And that I think that's where some struggle with spraying because I've got to get the red round it and think, yeah, am I really saving anything? I'll be honest, I don't spray walls. No, do you not? Never. Well, the majority of my work is domestic. So if I was going into Mrs. Jones' front room, what we call it, yeah. starting one tomorrow, biggest kitchen uh, for a customer. I did it about, about five years ago. Uh, all, all, it just wants tidying up, few nail pops, it's in a bungalow, few cracks, uh, and she's having changed the colour to match living room I did last April. Uh, but I, I looked at it and think, well, it's a domestic, do you, do you spray it, don't you spray it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, then, and then you look at it and I think, it's not always worth it, but then I'm thinking, should I took spray on Van it morning with GX? Because what I'd do, whether I'm spraying or not, I'd go in tomorrow, get all my, your first hour, you're getting all your stuff in now, because the amount of stuff you have to take into a job. You know, reverse up drive, get all your stuff in, get set up. Any any deep holes on the ceiling, I get them filled first thing. We do it a certain system, I won't say how I do it, but yeah, I, do yeah. it, I do it first thing. And then I'll prep rest of it, prep the woodwork, fill the woodwork. Um... And then normally, if, if we're spraying ceiling with GX, about two o'clock, we'll get off van. You know, paint's yeah. mixed up. You get it sprayed for about three, half three. You're cleaned out, cup of tea, on back at van. Do any finishing bits. And then you go in Tuesday. Uh, if you're spraying the woodwork, you'd spray the woodwork Tuesday, emulsion the walls Wednesday. If you're not spraying the woodwork, do your walls Tuesday, your woodwork Wednesday. 
But I find in an average room, I mean, this kitchen I'm doing tomorrow, I'll, 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 I don't want to say customer's name, but it's about 22 foot by 16 foot because it's a knock-through. Right. I mean, there'll be a fair few ki- fair few sockets on it. So even, even if you just said it living room, you know, 18 foot square living room, by the time you've taped your windows up or two windows, your woodwork, your sockets, you're going to be an hour, an hour and a half. I find yeah. I can tape the sockets up Round the window reveal, I, I normally tape my sills, especially if I'm yeah. painting them, even if I'm painting them after, so you don't get too much emulsion on yeah. the edges of your sills yeah. and end up with a thick line. I can normally get in in the morning, say if I've done ceilings today, get in tomorrow morning, I can have it normally masked up and first coat on by 10 o'clock and have my break yeah. at 10. Whereas yeah. if I was spraying, I'd probably just be masked up. And I know you save time at long run, yeah. but then if you're putting it on spraying, it ain't going to dry as quick neither. No, I just See, think get a coat on for ten, have a break, about half eleven, get your other coat on, you know, yeah. and off, you're winning. Yeah, I mean the way I work now compared to four, like, yeah, four or five years ago, it's very very different. And I think I'm at that point now where just it's just a case of trying different ways of doing things, and yeah, just you know, it. I'm I'm still in that cycle of trying to find the optimum way of working yeah um and i think it will continue to always yeah change to a degree well, but... well that's it it's, it's different for everybody you're always different to mine your brushes are different to mine you might be heavy-handed you might prefer that paint because it flows out better with that brush that you use you yeah. know but you have a system i have a system now and i know what it is for every room but if a new paint come out i think i'll i'll use it on Mrs. Smith's job because she's one of my best customers that's laid back. She don't mind being a bit of a guinea pig. Yeah. If it takes me an extra half a day, I don't mind. I can afford it on that job. So you yeah. try it. And it's perfect example, woodwork, woodwork paint. Benjamin Moore, you're paying for it, but it's two coats. There's, yeah. there's been another one come out recently and you think, you know, they're all, they're all bringing it. Your two main paints now that are top of tree, Benjamin Moore and Anti-Reflex. So yeah. many companies trying to emulate it, but you've got, some somebody a big tickrilla brought intact out. Yeah. My my personal opinion, I may be wrong, whether they're trying to compete with, with Scuff X. Right. Now okay. you buy that paint and you think Scuff X is 80 quid for four litres. Tickerilla probably be what 2.73 litres, you're paying 60 quid. You yeah. work out your price per litre and think, is it a two-coat system? Yes, right, it's competitive for Benjamin Moore. Yes. If it's not, if it's a three-coat system. You might as well just go back to using Elmi or what yours before because it's yeah. a lot bloody dearer. Yeah. You know, you try it. Is it any good? Yeah, yeah it's all right, but it's I'm getting no quicker or better benefit than using Elmi. Yeah. You no, know, so I'll stick to just stick to using Elmi. Yeah. You know, and I think this that's the best way I to need, do it. Yeah, this is why I need to try the Scuffex because would would you say that that is predominantly a two coat system? Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. this this is the thing, like traditionally solvent would always be two coats yeah in that's most what I'm cases undercoat and a gloss yeah undercoat or, or two satin yeah and yeah. when i like i'm finding them with the waterborne coatings you're looking at three sometimes four yeah, yeah. so my, my system is if i'm spraying it's elmi yeah no tex like or that. an elmi primer and two top coats because you i can't afford Unless you, I'm using HVLP, I cannot afford to spray Benjamin Moore 
Well, I know people. I know people say your customers pay for it, but if yeah. you're doing a room and you're spraying it and it puts an extra tin on at eighty quid, that could wither lose you a job. Yeah, definitely. The way I look at it, Elmi spraying anti-reflex ceilings, Optiva five walls, brushing yeah. it. You cannot beat Benji Moore, and I've I've, no. I've said this many a time. I've got a video of where I've worked it out on a on a pad, and you can use it, uh, save an average of fifty quid a room. Right. And an average Mrs. Jones front room by using Benjamin Moore. Yeah. And it's it's a no-brainer. And when yeah. I say a two-coat system, technically it's not. Because we right, okay. use the powdered two-prey that's a tan colour. I just wish they made it in white. Um, <laughs> yeah. or, or, or slightly off-white, like the tub ready-mix stuff. You know, yeah. that's like the buff colour. Uh, but what we do, we face anything up that's filler or your, your typical... Easy example is six panel door with fake grain on. If yeah. you've sand, if you've sanded it, especially mechanically, you sometimes take corners off to bare wood. Yeah, you do. Yeah, we, we just brush them in with an adhesion primer. Yeah, we, we normally keep a two and a half of half primer on that. Yeah, or, or sometimes we even just have a liter tin. You know, and we'll we'll touch all the bearing, the filler in, then it's two coats on top. Whereas if you're using, I did one the other week. I was just using some Elmi up. Uh, and it was a coat of Otex Act for two coats of Elmi. You know, and st- straight away, it's, it's an extra an hour easy in a room. So it's an hour's yeah. labour you've lost. You yeah. know, that, that's the problem is with Scuffex, people focus on the price of the material rather than the price of the labour. If you look at the labour and stand yeah. back, you can see where you're going to save your money. Yeah. And I think, again, that's the business side of it that you're not taught. Yeah. Quality takes time, but. You've still got to do it efficiently. Yeah, you yeah, can't you be can. there forever. Yeah, you can't be there forever because it's costing you money. Yeah, yeah. So, what's been your biggest investment work-wise? Same as everyone else, dustless sanding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just the equipment really. Yeah, vacuums, sanders. I haven't brought yeah. an awful lot, just enough to to do the job really to do the job and do it right yeah that yeah. and obviously the Q-Tech um, turbine yeah um, they're pretty good them. I had the I won't say it's the older but I had the first you know like first incarnation I was on the Fuji yeah it's basically, basically the same thing, yeah. yeah but I'd yeah. have preferred the Fuji gun I had to the one that they do with the Q-Tech right okay so I had the I think it was a oh, well, it's called now, but it's it's basically as the gravity cup on the side, and you can adjust yeah. it. So oh, if you're okay. spraying up at spindles and you've got your gun vertical, yeah, yeah. turn your pot vertical so it's the same way right. up with your needle, so you can yeah, you your pot back. I pretty much just use the pressure pot for everything yeah. now. Occasionally, I'll put the cup on, yeah, um, but yeah, it's pretty much pressure pot all the time because it's yeah. just it's I've, so I've, much easier. Yeah, I had the pressure put on mine, and I've just I just bought one for Greyco. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, it. That's for a job in January, so I haven't had a chance to use it yet. It's still yeah. nice and sparkly. And it's just nicer just having the gun in your hand and not the yeah. weight of the cut as yeah. well. Well, the, the Greyco one weighs a bloody ton. When you, when yeah. you get pull up with paint and, you, and you, you're going round, especially when you're doing your doors, you hold it up, you can feel your wrist going like that. Yeah. And it, it causes you to arc. Uh, but I'm just looking forward to giving that a bash. Yeah. You know, and uh, I'd, I'd like to try some different guns on the Greyco because I think the turbine's great, the gun's great. 
Uh, and I've, I think I've actually seen a way you can convert it to a, a gravity-fed gun as well. Okay. But, uh, That'd be cool. Again, you might as well just open your wallet, aren't you? <laughs> That's it, yeah. You know, and, you know, and just empty your money out because spraying's a bottomless pit. There's yeah. always something bigger and better. That's it. Then you want to yeah. move up the ladder a bit. Excuse me, that coat's repeating. So, <laughs> so do you have an end game sort of exit plan to get out of it or is it just go till they drop like most of us? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'll probably be digging my own grave. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll just keep keep yeah. going, really. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the way things are now, you're lucky if you've got pension, aren't you? Definitely. Yeah, so yeah. it's going to be a case of you're just going to, I think government are going to have you working till they drop anyway. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Pushing, in, pushing into that corner to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so moving on to the takeaways, if you could go and put a, a billboard on, Piccadilly, with some advice to listeners or to any other decorators out there, what would it be? Um, sort of what I've said already, really. You know, like the professionalism. Um, don't be in a hurry to get ahead of the game. Take every day as it comes and and always be willing to learn i think it's very important to move forward with the time as that moves forward and yeah yeah don't, don't ever think you get to a point where that's it you've got to keep yeah, you keep never learning. know all yeah yeah stuff Definitely. surprises me every day stuff i whether it's to do with work or not work i think geez i didn't know you could do that <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to the room 101 style don't know if you'll be old enough to remember this. <laughs> well, not lost you a comedy gold fan. <laughs> I obviously knew this question was coming, and I know what it is because of listening to your podcast. Yeah. Um, if you'd asked me before, I probably would have said I've heard of it, but I wouldn't have known what it was. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of an old program. It's on Comedy Gold now, but it's worth a watch. Or it's sometimes yeah. Comedy Gold. It's worth a watch. It's uh, pretty fun at times. So go on then. Three things you'd been. Um, first thing is adverts continuously repeated on the radio. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but recently on, I think it was Capital, they they would play. The adverts will come on. They will play the Tesco advert, play another advert, then play the Tesco advert again. Yeah. Drove me mad. Couldn't believe Ma- it. Marketing tactics. It is, yeah. Yeah. It's because yeah. it, I think because it was like the COVID thing where they were sort of basically explaining about how there's like hand sanitizer at the entrance of the store and there'll yeah. be like hand sanitizer stations as you go around and blah, blah, blah. So I think it's, that's why they were just jolting, jolting you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. drove me nuts though. There's a book. There's a book on marketing. It's quite clever. I can't remember the name of it, but it's right down to everything. Like when you go in Tesco. I mean, our local one. They don't even technically have a bakery anymore. They've got a bakery. They started off ours has been here about seven years. We've had one because we didn't have oat before that. Uh, they started baking their own. Then they started having the mixture coming in big plastic bags that they just put on trays and bake their own. Yeah. <laughs> and now it all just comes in. But when you walk in, yeah. you can still smell bakery. They pump it round to make right. you want to buy it. 
Uh, yeah. It's nuts, isn't it? They don't even make yeah. it in store anymore. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, it's all, crazy. all clever stuff that they do to it's all you. It's a funny world we live in now, isn't it? Yeah. It's, all gone, it's all gone nuts. Yeah. <laughs> um, Come on then, two more. Second one, I think, has to be... I think someone said it before, but I'll say it again. It's like the gimmicky um, DIY products. Uh, the things like the paint pad pro and that stupid thing that supposedly cuts in for you um yeah all them sorts of things and 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 the the way certain diy products or diy paints are marketed for like example the dulux once yeah i mean yeah it's just just crazy you know like we're out here as professionals you know saying to customers well, you know, it's going to be two coats this and it's going to be this, that and the other. And then it's like you walk into B&Q or whatever and you've got Dulux once smacking yeah. in your face. And, yeah. you, you know, they, they see that and think, oh, well, you know, I could do it myself and I've only got to do it once and, it, you know, it's job done. I, th- I think it's when customer, when um, companies are dipping their toes in both the trade and the retail that the problem is. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they're, they're trying to keep both sides happy, and it's which is the bigger market. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it kind of goes back to as well earlier, like what we were saying about like certain customers as as well. I mean, you get you get your customers that they just completely get it. You know, they they yeah. know that trade paints are better, and they know that that's what you're going to want to use. And you know, you're not going to turn up at the job, and they've gone out and brought Dulux once and said, you know, there yeah. you go. <laughs> so well, it's, yeah. it's it's that when you're paying. Say for a, a Dulux, uh, you know, run-of-the-mill emulsion, you're paying, you'd be paying, what, 45 quid a gallon now, I'd imagine? And then they, they turn around and think, how much? Is it? I mean, if, if you break it down, if you're not doing a complete price for them and you, they've got a breakdown of materials, they think, can you charge me 45 quid for that? If I go B&Q this weekend, I can buy two, two and a half for 32 quid and get one free. Yeah. Because they don't get what the difference is. And then you've got to educate them the difference between trade and retail. And just say, oh, do you know what? It's not worth it. No. No. But, uh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, third one's difficult, isn't it? Yeah. I, I struggled with my one. I did mine another week. <laughs> <laughs> mine was just I one did... long rant. <laughs> <laughs> I did kind of. Uh sort of thing i would pre-plan but that didn't didn't be the case there, there is one thing i probably would throw in the bin of death it's a particular roller but i don't know whether i should say the, the oh go the, on it's everyone to the own. We, we, we were talking about them earlier the the two fussy bloke sleeves yeah it's yeah. kind of a funny thing because i used to love them so much yeah but now just hate the little buggers just yeah. I'm done with them. No, so yeah, I don't. Yeah. We'll, we'll say we don't know whether they've messed with them. The I, I remember when they first come out and they were great. It might just be me, you know, might be me that's changed. But when they come out, they're great. But now, after first use, you might as well bin it because the fibers yeah. just pull that tight. Yeah, and the mechanism in middle of sleeve that holds it onto your frame just gives up after. after yeah, you took it off once, twice to wash it. Yeah, I've only ever really used the little ones. I did yeah. get some of the nine-inch ones a while ago, but they they were just they they were hopeless. 
It's the same uh, that. Like they didn't even fit on the... Yeah. I think they have changed it now, but they didn't even yeah. fit on the um, cage properly. Well, so many countries have different size uh, cages. That's the problem. And that was the problem, yeah. 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 I know I've uh, recently I bought four uh, because I'm running out of the Hamilton Perfection. My local crown about three years ago, I just called in for some off chat. I think it rolled a lining paper last minute. And they yeah. had the... Uh, I, I know the manager quite well. Is, is now at B deck, and they had the nine inch okay. sleeves for a quid a piece, and they oh, right. yeah the rad roller ones they were something like forty p each. So I bought twenty right. of each, and I'm down to yeah. my last. I'm down to my last three. So <laughs> I bought some more um, Wooster microfibers. Yeah, oh, what a load of pants. Yeah, yeah. I've just brought um all all the all the bloody microfibers coming out, and I never yeah. even used it. I washed it and washed it. Yeah. Just stood it up on drainage to dry day before I was going to use it, just to get any fibres out. Started using it, it would just fall into bits. I'll tell you what is crap, and I'd throw it in the bin as well. Have you used those little rollers that they're like the foam ones, but they have the little like flock on them? Yeah, I've used you the green ones and in... the red ones. What did did you get on with them? <laughs> no, because I no, I bought a ten that... pack of the green ones and can't get on with. Them. Because all I found was that just all the fibres came out. Yeah. It didn't matter how many times you used it, how many times you yeah. cleaned it. How many I, I, times did, you I did a windowsill in it. it. I had tiny little green flecks in it. Oh, nightmare. So I, just, I just knocked it off thing, put one on that I trust and binned the rest of the box. Yeah. yeah. Well, I brought some, some orange ones from a Dulux decorator centre. What First go, I was like, oh, this is crap. You know, I did all the the routine things of cleaning it, taping it. I couldn't I couldn't stop it, stop these fibres from coming out. And when we was at the show last year, um, I was given a green one, which I think was an Axis Decor yeah, one. They're the ones I've tried and couldn't get on with. Yeah, and I used it the other day, and it was just crap. It was yeah. just the same as the other one. And, and the guy was like, oh, yeah, because I said to the guy, like, oh, I've used these other ones, and they were rubbish. And he said, yeah, yeah. these are great. They don't do that. And it's been in the van pretty much since last yeah. November. <laughs> and I thought I, I was I was doing um, um, a job last week and I was using the Everall Aqua, Aqua. 10. Yeah. And um, I was sort of experimenting a little bit with different rollers. And I thought, oh, I'll give that one a go and see what that comes out like. And, yeah, straight yeah. away, like, I gave it a clean and put some tape around it. And, yeah, straight away the bits started coming out. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I find the, um, at the moment, the minis are style meesters or style masters, whatever people want to call them. I yeah. find they're the best. We we use them on sills. I'm still stuck in yeah. me with young lad bone back on my own. I yeah. use them on sills, but I tend to do three coats on the sill anyway because you find yeah. you don't always put enough on. You are on the no. door. Some reason on the sill, they don't seem yeah. to get enough on, so I just put three on anyway. You mm. know, I, I do it first thing in day. You know, I'll do it day before if I can. If I get a chance to end it second day, I'll get a coat on it and then two on yeah. But they, they work yeah. pretty well at the moment. That's that's the thing that I find with solvent and water base is I can't get a water based on at the same build as yeah. as oil. Yeah. Um, and I, I like that. I like to get a good solid coating on so that when you run your hand over it, you can tell it's have, have been you tried well the stuff. Well, um, I love the half primer, and yeah. I, I predominantly just use that if I've got to prime something. 
yeah. um, particularly if it needs the adhesion because that stuff. Yeah, bell metal. I, I, I can't it? say how good that is. Yeah, yeah. it's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, once that's on, it's on, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. it drives drives that bell metal up. But I always say, if somebody's transitioning from oil based to water based, your best start yeah. is caprol. Yes. I've, yeah. I've, it's good paint, but I find I'm lazy and it's hard work because yes. it's it, it's got a feel of gloss. It's still got that a bit of stickiness to it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so if, if you go if you if you're new to it, Capol's your best place to start yeah. to ease yourself into it. Yeah, you know, yeah. They do have you, a decent build on them. Yeah, I did. I did try the satin. Uh, that was a while ago, but again, I just didn't really get like the time to sort of try it properly. Yeah. Um, I've used the gloss, the white gloss, um, and that that was pretty decent. I mean, it it dried. It was almost borderline drying too quick. Yeah. Um, I put that on some sills, and I managed to get it on pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, with water based gloss, I always find that one's two coats. Yeah. The second yeah. coat seems to make. I, I mean, I've used. I'm not a Dulux lover as such, but I. I I have done, I have used a lot of their stuff in the past, but I don't use it so much anymore. Yeah. But I don't mind their quick dry undercoat, quick dry gloss system. Um, and I find with their gloss, after the first coat of gloss, it dries quickly, but stays tacky for ages. Yeah. Then when you put the second gloss over the top, it seems to dry much quicker. Yeah. And you lose that tackiness as well. See, that's, um, that's the big bone of contention with me is the Dulux quick drying gloss. It's one of the reasons I left Dulux Select and stopped using Dulux. Really? Because I had nothing but issues with it sissing. And you yeah. got the, when you were on tech help, you got the usual, I've not had this before, I've just done my kitchen. Oh, and it's, I've got some pictures where it's the same same can uh, and it's sissed on the second coat and it was awful stuff. But then out the same can, I sprayed two, three panel doors with a, a Graco 190, and it looks it looks like oil based gloss. It's shit. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's, it was so it was like so intermittent. The you know the quality of it, or yeah. you know it just didn't like two coats. But I think now right. they spec one undercoat, one gloss with it. I think that's what they right. Spec. Okay. But yeah. I was always told you need the second gloss to make it pop. You know to give it. Yes. This. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I found that the second coat it did it did add to the sheen level, and it felt it it felt a bit tougher as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, some some other water based products, I find they don't go over themselves. The second yeah. coat doesn't always tend to go so well. Yeah. Um. So that that can be a bit of a pain pain in the butt sometimes, but. I'm I'm yeah. just waiting to see who gets the older grail of the one that's near on the best gloss level of oil based but is water based yeah <laughs> you know fully fully water based whoever gets that's going to have the holy grail but i think that's a long way off yet i did a job um back in september um it's probably yeah, i think it is on my instagram actually it was a bedroom with um it it wasn't it wasn't a built in well it was a built in wardrobe but it was built in when the house was built so it's yeah. not like, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's not as if they've had it put in the room. Yeah. Um, so the doors were matching the same as the, the main door. Um, and it had one of those cupboards 
you know, sometimes you get a cupboard over the stairs. Yeah. You know, sometimes there's normally like a, a water tank or something in there. Yeah. Um, it had one of them and there was an ensuite. So there was, I think there was the main door, the cupboard door, the ensuite door, and then there was four doors on the wardrobe. Yeah. And um, it was a gloss job. And I, and I, and I just went, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to use solvent because I know yeah. what I'm going to get. And after the job, I, I thought I, I could have done that with water-based and it would yeah. have been just as good. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, I, I mean, and and yeah, I think Dulux oil based has the best sheen on the market. Well, that was what I used. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, I used. it's just the discolouring on it, but yeah. the sheen on it's unbeatable. Yeah, when um, we did that, and then we went down and did the kitchen and the carpet fitter, he fitted the carpet. He come down, he stuck his head into the kitchen. He went, bloody hell, the 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 gloss on that. He said, I could do my hair in that. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's good. It's just. Obviously, the discolouring issues. Yeah. You know, but that's going to happen with any now, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. Where, where can we find you online and social media? Because I know you've got more than one Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> so my what I class as my professional account is at Ben Hatch Painting. And the new one that I've just started is, I think, don't even know what it is, actually. Brush roll spray. Yes, it's called, I think that's what the um, username is. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, just at Brush Roll Spray, yeah. Um, which, yeah, is is a new thing. So if anybody wants to have a look at that, feel free. Yeah. 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 Uh, I am on work like, Facebook and that. But... Say that again? You find it's hard work keeping up with two Instagrams? Oh, I've only had it. About two weeks, so yeah. I can't really say it yet. Wait till um, you've got six. <laughs> oh god, yeah, and imagine. Um, yeah, it, I've kind of backed off of the other one a little bit. Yeah, Facebook um, is getting I mean, a bit monotonous, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I barely. When I post on Instagram, I link it up to Facebook. Yeah, I don't really go on it at all. Occasionally, I get the odd message come through from a customer saying, can I have a quote for this, that, or the other? But, yeah, I don't really use it at all for business. Yeah. So, Brilliant. yeah. So, what, uh, what hobbies do you have other than work, then? Well, um, I used to love fishing. Well, I say I used to love it. I still do love it, but I've not got out yeah. for ages, pretty much. Um, before we moved here, we lived in our previous property for three years, and that was our first place. And, um, yeah, moving out from home and into our first place, you know, made a massive, t- you know, it changed a lot um, for our day-to-day life, um, you know, because there's so much to do at home with cooking, cleaning, and everything else. Yeah. So I started to lose free time. Um, and then obviously this year, having moved here, everything has just been absolutely chaotic trying to get this yeah. house sort of how we want it. Um, so yeah, I've not really sort of had a chance to go out, but yeah, f- fishing is sort of my thing really. Yeah. Other than that, I don't, you know, decorate into my yeah. hobby really. <laughs> <laughs> so where, yeah. where, would you, where would you stand on fishing with the lockdown and regulations and tears then? Would you still be allowed to go? When Technically you're not near anyone, are you? Well, this is the funny thing, because right at the very start of the first lockdown, it was a no-no. They pretty much just said, no, you can't go out. 
and I think some of it was um, more for like um, public lakes and public yeah. waters where you know there might might be you know a certain amount of anglers there um and i think as well because everyone was locked down they probably just assumed oh well everyone's going to go fishing then aren't they yeah um so yeah they put a stop to it um and then they did allow it after a while i can't remember when it was um but at the moment as far as i'm aware you can still go um yeah. and it's and it's fine yeah I remember working externally on first lockdown, and it like, you're allowed out to exercise so long. People like I'm working in a little village in the middle of nowhere. It was like totally bloody France. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> you, you couldn't buy a push bike locally anywhere. You no. know, everybody had gone out, and you just see people passing on bikes all day. And think, yeah. I think I think yeah. it's it's sort of like people get in that frame of mind because we've told you you can't do it. We want to do it. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, because you can't go out, you want to go out more, where sometimes you'd, before yeah. you'd be happy to stay at home, wouldn't you? But now, because you know Absolutely. you can't, you want to do yeah. well. Yeah. And I think that's why they've allowed, they've, they've allowed this whole mixing of households over Christmas, because they just know that people are going to do it anyway. Yeah, I think if they, if they, if they have another lockdown, they might end up with rioting. <laughs> do you know, I, I have been thinking that the whole time. Yeah. I mean, even, even before the start of the first one, that was kind of like my standpoint when you kept hearing it on the news and people start going, oh, you know, it's going to be a lockdown. All the army are going to be involved. Yeah. And I did sort of think to myself, but like, surely I, I, don't, I don't think they've got the manpower to police it. No. Yeah. No, I don't think but, so. Either. But I think it's it's just mentally affecting people that much. They've had that enough of it. If they forced another lockdown, people, I think people would be kicking their heels up at it. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 it is a struggle. You know, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a struggle for a lot. So getting back onto happier stuff, are, are, yeah. you, are, are we all loving on Insta at the moment? Um, Nick at Rushmore is quite cool. Yeah. Um, quite like him. I think he, he sort of sets the standard to a degree with, you know, his account. He's very professional. He comes across very professional. I've met him before. We spoke at the show last year. Um, yeah, quite like his account. Um, Tom Holloway is good for a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Matty at Insta Sprayers, he's wicked. We talk quite regularly, um, which is good for me because, like I said, you know, I'm sort of venturing into the sort of cabinet, kitchen spraying type sort of thing. Um, I'm on his certified account as well, which is yeah. um, some good tips on there. I'm on it. It's been, it's, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, yeah. the the corking tip that was a that was a brilliant one. It was, it was, yeah. 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 It, it it surprised me. I, yeah, I won't say. There's a yeah. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of work. To me, yeah, he charges for it, and I've I've spoke to him about it, and I just thought, I, well, I was honest with him. I said, look, I said I couldn't do it because I won't want to time myself trying to put that much content out. Yeah, you know, because I just yeah. want to work, but he's having to put content out, and I just think, good luck to him. Yeah, I'll crack on. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'd like to go up and meet him as well because he's only like he's he's an Essex boy as well. Yeah, I, I think wondered where he was. I know he's obviously a southerner. Have, have, yeah. Everyone past them in Mansfield, Nottingham, where he's just southern to us. Yeah, so I, know, I, think... I know he's a southerner, but I didn't know exactly where he was. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's right on. I'm, he's right on the cusp of Essex, I think. But yeah. It, it, where his workshop is is about um 45 50 minutes from me yeah 
Um, I think Casebrae's not too far either. He's, I think he's Kent. Yeah, Casebrae's Kent. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, think he's just again, moving though, or has moved. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think he's still around Kent area. Yeah, I imagine he probably is. Yeah. I think it's just bigger premises. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can yeah. imagine he needs it because they really put out yeah. a lot of work, don't they? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I see it really. Yeah, brilliant. Well, it's been finally great to catch up with you. Uh, yeah, yeah it's been good. Hopefully, we might have another catch up one somewhere down line. See how we get yeah. on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, brilliant. I can. I can let you know when I've made the full transition to water-based. Yeah, see how, <laughs> see how you go on with it. Catch yeah, back up I, with. I, I'm going to take the plunge and definitely get some uh, Benjamin Moore. Yeah. Um, I, I, I keep thinking to myself, like, I want to make up some samples and do some testing and stuff at home. But I was again, just going to say, do just, it on, use it on your own house. Yeah. You've got all time yeah. as well, didn't it, at night? That's right, that's right, yeah. You know, play, get starting one at rooms and have a play with it. Definitely. You know, work, yeah, that's the thing that. every, everybody needs instead of just dismissing stuff. I know you've not dismissed it, but people need to get it and try it from themselves and learn. Yeah. Each, each yeah. paint's different. Yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. I, I'll, I'll admit, I can get lazy and just think, well, I know this works, I'll stick with that. Yeah. You know, cause it's, yeah. It's, it's too much hassle to learn how to use something else. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've been, been through most of the popular ones. Um, yeah. So Benjamin Moore is pretty much on the list. I mean, I've done pretty much done all the Ticurillas, done the Hellmead, Everall. I've sprayed the Intact. I haven't really, I did, a, I rolled it a little bit. I did a little bit of um, rolling with that, um, but I didn't really hand finish it. They've pulled um, it at the moment, haven't they? Have they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, I've got a Kent Blacksill. I've got two near me. Um, yeah. And one of them, they've got loads of it. So they must just have, Supposed they to must pull have it. Just, not, oh, having really? prob- not having problems with it, but they pulled it to reformulate it. Maybe they... <laughs> I'll have to see. I've got to go in there tomorrow, so maybe okay. I'll have a look. But when I went in there a few weeks ago, because that... they were selling it in the huge tubs, like the... Yeah. Um... 20 litres. Would it be, t- yeah, 10, 20 litres? Yeah. 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 I th- well, I was told last week they pulled it. It's getting reformulated. They pulled it a while ago. Oh, okay. I know they're I still selling all... it, maybe they should or shouldn't be. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I did try to order some from Tikarita Direct back during lockdown, and I, yeah. I said, "Oh, I want some intact." And he went, "No, it's out of stock." Yeah. So whether or not that was something to do with them pulling it, I don't know. Probably. So, yeah, probably. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, though. Well, right, I'll let you go off then, and enjoy the rest of your Sunday night before you dive back into it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> School <I know>. night. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay, though. Cheers, Ben. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. Bye. Well, that's all we have time for in this week's episode. I hope you enjoy listening to them as much as I do. Now, if you'd like to show your support, you can do it in various ways. You can click on the Buy Me A Coffee link in the show notes, leave us a review on iTunes, hashtag Bobcast on Insta, and share us with your friends. You can also reach out to us on the usual channels, which again can be found in the show notes, as we do always appreciate your feedback. And if you ever fancy taking part, then simply just contact us. Thanks for listening. See you next time.
Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.